And we are back. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Malvin Mowgli here. How are you doing, Malv? I'm chilling. How you doing, wow. Mowgli? <laughs> well, Thanksgiving just passed. And then the news about the NBA season starting just happened. What, what What's going on here? We're like on hyperspeed. I love it. I told you guys we got trade news. We got scheduling news. We got we got so much news. We got this, so much news. This is the benefits of uh, COVID basketball part two. Yes, yes, yes. And we're going to talk about all this on What's Gucci. Gucci. Welcome back to What's Gucci, where we talk about what's new and interesting in our neck of the woods. And we are talking basketball. They're playing basketball. Okay. Breaking news. Sound the fire alarm, whatever you need to do. What happened between Houston and Washington? The straight-up one-on-one trade, pretty much. John Wall going to the Rockets for Russell Westbrook. Wait, not P.J. Tucker? <laughs> <laughs> he wants out, too. Oh, my okay. goodness. A lot, of, a lot of comments I've seen on Twitter where it's just like uh, they traded uh, Westbrook for Eastbrook. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> I like, see that. Well, hopefully you're hoping, they're hoping that. The Rockets are hoping that. that they're kind of similar players. Yeah. yeah. Washington. Less attitude on one. A different type of attitude. Different a- well, I guess a more on-the-court attitude, you could say, like, Westbrook is more of a mean mean dude on the court when he's attacking the ring. He's more of a bully. Washington did give up a first-round pick to acquire Russell Westbrook. It is a protected first-round pick, so... Who knows what that means if the new general manager there in Houston is just trying to acquire stuff, if this means James Harden is on his way out. But how do you feel about the star pairing between John Wall and James Harden in Houston? Oh, I thought you were going to say John Wall and Boogie. But, uh, oh, we'll yes, get to that, that too. No. Exactly, <laughs> we'll get yeah. to that. No. Kentucky boys. No, but uh, John Wall, well, what they were saying, all the chatter is that Harden does prefer Wall. And if he does, then you know that'll lend to something different. And I think John Wall doesn't have – or he shouldn't have that basketball ego that Westbrook has because of the injury and being off for two years. Hopefully, in my mind, I'm seeing John Wall knows that he is number two. Number two. You know yeah, what? Let's hope. Yeah, that's what Westbrook was too. I always felt Westbrook thought it was one A, one B. You know, I feel John Wall doesn't really have that mindset yet because of the injury and how he hasn't played yet. But if he gets on a good roll at the beginning, you know, at least by the middle of the season, I could see that maybe being a thing. But like you said, it's almost the same player. Is that good? Is that bad? We'll find out. He does have that connection with Boogie. So maybe there's that. As far as like, you know, who they are as players, you mentioned that Spider-Man meme. They're pretty similar. I mean, they both kind of have an unreliable outside shot. I think I would prefer John Wall as an outside shooter compared to Westbrook. Both attack, you know, the basket. That's their primary, like, with mode of offense, and they distribute. So we'll see if that's enough. Personally, I think what they're going to do in Houston is not trade James Harden immediately. I think Steven Silas wants to see how this new nucleus works. Well, he's got two years left on the contract too. So, Well, well at least the first half of this season, they're going to see how Houston and how potential trade suitors, like how their records are, Maybe he's going to try and build up their equity so he can trade them more for for better assets in return. So that's what I think. I think James Harden might be gone. You think so? Maybe not right now. By the end of his contract? Yeah, his remaining contract, the remaining years? No, I don't think so in Houston. 
Ooh, I think maybe one if this goes off. The one thing I like about this is that finally the Rockets look like they have potential. For to me at least, you know. Yeah. John Wall and Boogie, you know I'm a big Boogie fan. The only thing is a these injuries. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's my only issue is the injuries. The injuries are always issues. I want both of them. If honestly, if they're both back to pre-injury form, then this is going to be a fucking crazy team to watch. I'm okay. doubt. I'm being a little doubtful. Their p- potential. I would say good trade for the Rockets right now. You think the Rockets won this deal? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is you tough too. Because well, no, because even the the Wizards. I don't know if they really win the deal either. Because. I like, though, I like this for Washington because I think Westbrook, and then with Bradley Beal there, he's going to drive, kick out. Beal's a great shooter. You're they're, hoping he does that. They, you hope he doesn't pull up himself and take him. You don't think he'll do it right with Beal, who he probably considers an inferior player? Wait, is he a better three-point shooter than James Harden? I don't even know that. Well, for me, stuff. I'm just I see Westbrook going back to old form and just being Mr. Triple-Double again and... Honestly, I feel that's a lot of the reasons why the Wizards got it, just them sales. Remember how we talked last they're time? Be box office, like a lot of the, it's, they're going to sell. No, they're solid, but yeah. like I said, I think that was a major factor. I think we talked about that before when we were trying to figure out where Westbrook would go, like the Knicks, where I told you the Knicks would probably take them. If they would take them, they would probably do that, where it's more of a ticket sale boost. And I could see Westbrook going off. I still see him going off with the Wizards. But like you said, you, you say he's going to throw it out. I don't really see him doing that a lot, you know, with his ad. Well, his attitude, his basketball attitude, and just the way he plays. He plays hard. He plays a certain kind of way, and I don't think it's him going to melt to the team. I really think it's the Wizards that are going to have to melt to him. Bradley Beal. As far him. as uh, just real quick, three point percentage. Bradley Beal, according to LandofBasketball.com, dot com, point three eighty, thirty eight percent. James Harden, thirty six percent. So slightly, just, just, yeah, slightly know. better, but Harden has. More volume, I'm assuming. I think Washington is going to be one of those lower seed playoff teams. This definitely puts them in contention. I think when you have, when you're looking at Atlanta, the Hawks, you know, they're definitely going to be right there in that mix of like nope. whatever from seven to ten. If this team isn't Damn. even a play, if yeah. this isn't even is, if this team isn't even hunting like a playoff spot in the East with those two players, oh my god. It's going to be a long, long <laughs> rest of the contract for for Russell Westbrook, but I don't, I don't have that case. I do think also remember who the coach is for Washington, Scott Brooks. Scott, old, yeah, Scott yeah. Brooks. I totally was forgot able, about that. I didn't even, yeah, take that into consideration. He was Westbrook's main coach all OKC. those years in OKC. Mm-hmm. So I think that connection is going to be, you know, it's going to pay dividends. We'll see what happens in about three weeks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on to different news: the Los Angeles Lakers. They just keep doing everything right in the offseason, right? Well, finishing up our last roster pick, right? Yeah, they well, they just picked They've, up Quinn Cook, the final uh, yeah. Infinity Stone, right? <laughs> Resigned him again. We're getting we, for that. We're going for that, bro. We're going for the two. They waived him and then they signed him back. back I didn't know that was back. possible. There's going to be a back to back. So good on that. They filmed. I think that's the final roster spot. I thought it was going to go for Pau Gasol, just kind of as like an honorary thing. No, I told you they were. Maybe they'll sign him in the offseason for like a day or something, so he retires a Laker, but. Yeah, I, I guess, you know, he didn't really have that much time that he played in the regular season or in the playoffs because I guess his defense wasn't that good. But at least he knows the system, and he's cool with LeBron. He's not going to be a nuisance. Yeah, he's cool with the whole team. They already know the system. Yeah, like you say, yeah. you know the system. It's He's already championship pedigree. He knows where he – you know, he knows his position. He knows his role. Yeah. And then the I guess 
Is this bigger news that AD resigned with five years? Yeah, for five years, no one was. Wait, no, no. Was, no. Is uh, it bigger news than Quinn Cook resigning though? It's tough. It's on par. It's on. Okay, I'll give you that. They're, it's on par. Yeah, on we par. needed both those to win the championship. <laughs> exactly. Okay? Exactly. Anthony Davis has signed a five-year, one hundred and ninety million. Yes. Yeah. So he's not going anywhere. Cool. That'll put him what five years? He's 27, 28, 29, 30, 32. He'll be thirty-two. He can probably get another max deal after that. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, what especially happens. when we win two more in this five years. If we do, the season still has to play out, <laughs> and we have to, you know, see about all those injuries and whether or not. You know we're fortunate. No, but again, that's good in the uh, that's going in the right direction because, like I said, a lot of people we knew he was going to resign. We didn't know for how much exactly. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't know how much. We didn't know any of those intangibles. What does this mean about Giannis then? Did the Lakers just give up on Giannis then? Well, I don't know because we also got another extension too that we didn't exactly. talk about. Oh, let's mention it right now. I guess uh, that one dude, LeBron James. LeBron James. And they call him the King. So he signed an <laughs> extension, right? Two years, eighty-five million. That's like a Kobe paycheck right there. Like yeah. this, that reminds me of Kobe's final yeah, the years last, yeah, when they took care of him. They have so, to. But it just shows like they're in the good direction. We've heard this at, you know, the plans. You know, you hear stars talking about plans, but now we're seeing it. Yeah, they're sticking to it. Won the championship. We're going to continue to be here. We're going to continue to build the legacy. LeBron, too, I, it's a mutual supporting with AD. It's like, yeah, I'm going to help out, bro. I'm still going to help you out. I'm confirmed here for an extension of two more, you five more. Let's fucking do it. They're committed. I feel the commitment. Yes, definitely. I think uh, Rob Palinka has done an incredible job. Going I didn't know GM this, though. I, uh, executive <laughs> or something like that. Right. Side note. Rob Palinka used to be James Harden's agent. Did you know that? James Harden technically doesn't have an agent right now. What if in this bizarre timeline we're living in, Somehow, Rob Palinka with his James Harden connections, what if he manages to bring him to the Lakers? I don't know how that's going to work uh, <laughs> salary cap-wise or, or what no, they're going to have to give up. But It's a beautiful dream. That's, that's going to be crazy. What, how, you know, we always hear about Harden, Philadelphia, Brooklyn. Fuck, could there even be a trade from the Lakers? Is there I don't any, know. Is I don't know. be like a four-teamer thing? I just, I just kind of was spitballing that on the top of my head. No, that's you know how they all like that's interact how with each other. That's how it so, starts, though, That's how man. they do it. That's tampering right we there. Speak it into existence. That, I'm going to speak it into existence. It's tampering, all right? <laughs> that's what they do. Oh, shit. The Rob Father strikes again. I'm going to make him an offer again with you. He was disrespected all last season whatever report that was. Remember Ramona Shelburne had said something, I think, that she he Rob didn't know how the salary cap works. He was not going to let that kind of define his legacy. No, You he think learned. those fools really read all that? Like, come on, they got other people to do that for them. No, regardless, he stepped up tremendously. He brought the Lakers to a championship contention, and as far as it looks like right now on paper, oh, you know, championships are not won on paper. We still have to do this barring any injuries or anything like that. It looks like the Lakers are kind of in a tier of their own, mm-hmm. and it, it's looking like they could repeat. Yeah, it looks like a solid, a solid repeat. And as a Lakers fan, you know it. We love it. Name some of the players that— uh, So we had already discussed yeah. this. Dennis Schroeder for the 28th pick and Danny Green. There was rumors that Wesley Matthews was going to join. He ended up signing on. We got Contavious Caldwell-Pope. He re-signs. He re-up three years, $40 million. Markeith Morris. We got Marcus Saul. Wow, who saw that coming? No one. No, no, no. I guess the main one no one saw coming. Montrez Harrell. Who saw that coming? Who saw where that came from? Whoa. What happened there? I mean, that's kind of why Dwight left, I think. That's what you're hearing, right? 
R.I.P. Dwight. Well, we finally got some. We finally steal something from the Clippers, you know? They definitely are switching their identity. I feel like most of these players, besides Anthony Davis and LeBron, you, were, you weren't you were sure, like, who's going to be our guy today? It was kind of like that, you know, hot potato. When they acquired Montrez and they acquired Dennis Schroeder, those were top two dudes in six men of the year last year, they're going to be able to handle or just, just play evenly. And that's all you want when LeBron is not, playing ball for whatever, those 10 or 12 minutes. As as long as they're just playing even to whoever team they're playing, when LeBron and AD are resting, it's going to be very hard to beat this team. Also, everyone is saying how Montrez is a defensive liability. Yes, I, I, I'm going to have to <laughs> – we were talking so much crap on Montrez. Uh, it, it feels a little different. I wasn't sure. Remember I texted you, and I was like, what do you think about this? I was like, what's going on right now? NBA world is, is upside down because – I talked so much about him, like crap about him, and he was just getting exploited. So it's going to take me a little while just to kind of, okay, I'm sorry, Montrez. <laughs> you are now a Laker. I will give you another chance. And I think him playing behind AD, who's going to make up for a lot of those defense, defensive deficiencies, and LeBron, uh, he'll be able to shine a bit more. Well, we're hoping so. Potentially you still have top two six-man, even though only one's a six-man. You have contention. And I feel like they know their roles. They know what they bring to the game. They know, like you said, who they're playing for. So I think it's a very solid, you know, bench team to start with. Wesley Matthews also is quoted of saying, yeah, the Lakers really wanted me. And Jared Dudley was a key piece in that kind of uh, courtship. So it's like, whoa, dude, Dudley, you know, he's Might be taking over that, Ra- that his, Rajon Rondo like leader. movement or his just presence, it's already, it's already, you know, it's paying off. No, like you said, everybody says too, like you need that veteran, right? We lost Rondo, which was the middleman between the stars and, you know, the new guys. So maybe Dudley's going to take that over and especially to keep his job, you know, <laughs> you know, like, and you know, you don't think he wants to repeat too, even if you're on the fucking bench. Of course he does. He knows right? he paid his dues already. Yeah. So he, it's like, fuck it. Like, Hey, I know I'm going to be on the bench, but fuck it. I want my team to win still. So let me go talk to these guys over here and be like, Hey, you know, you want to play with the Lakers. We're a pretty good organization over here. We got a championship. Come in another one. Okay. We talked about one Los Angeles team. Let's talk about the other Los Angeles team, the Los Angeles Clippers. Interesting comment that Paul George just, uh, you know, announced today. Paul George, quote, I want to retire a Clipper. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? <sighs> okay, that's great news, Paul George. I'm not sure if the Clippers... <laughs> Share that same feeling if you keep underperforming in the playoffs. Yeah, like what? Okay, the fu- yeah, you I might want to, but the Clippers might have other plans. I don't we, even believe him when he says me that. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> I, that's what I was about to say. We've heard this before. Mm-hmm. He said it. What in Indiana? Indiana oh, with the Thunder. OKC. I want to say the same yeah. thing. He's deflecting the blame. He was on all the smoke with uh, Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson. I didn't get to watch that yet, but yeah, what, what, he what talks about the collapse, and I guess main the main flack he's getting. From all the analysts and all the YouTube commenters, because they know most. <laughs> they are just like, yo, man, why are you deflecting the blame? Just own up to this. All season, all postseason long, it's just excuse, excuse, excuse. We'll see what happens. You know, they do have Serge Ibaka. They do have Nicolette Batum. Yeah, it just signed like, what, three days ago? Yeah. I guess he he had reported on his podcast that the Lakers did not want him. So I guess, like, he reached out to the Lakers. The Lakers did not show any interest, so he signed with the Clippers. It is what it is. Yeah. This lovey. <laughs> For the Frenchman. Is that Serge Ibaka? Uh, Serge speaks French too, right? Yeah, no. that's what 
No, but Nicolas Batum is a French dude. Remember? Uh, I never heard him Was talk. it Nick Batum? I think in the Olympics, he, he goes for that groin shot. Remember that? No, I He, don't. like, literally, like, nut, like, he nut shot them. Like, Who? Who did he hit? Let's look, look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Yeah. I'm looking this up. But, no, this is, uh, you know, I, I hate this kind of chatter. All we're hearing is this fucking drama, like, how he fucking called out uh, yeah, he, is it Doc Rivers, right? In He's the like, 2012 Olympics, France, Nicolas Batum hits Juan Navarro in the groin. So, yeah, I didn't watch that. Oh, if it's not an American team, I'm not watching it. Oh, God. So, fuck. How ignorant. <laughs> Man, you ignorant. You know how early I had to wake up for those fucking China games, bro? And the fuck, uh, I do it. But, yeah, if it's not USA, I'm not really watching it. And Spain, usually, but. Go back to Doc Rivers. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, like you said, the the wish washing or the same shit that fucking PG's fucking saying again. Like, I want to be here forever and stuff. Like you said, well, fucking play like it. Like, where are you in the playoffs? Where's like you said the, this baby shit where you're like it was the coach he didn't know how to use this well it was Doc Rivers it's like it's another more excuses more excuses like you're gonna have to show up next season I, I do think that that Montrez Harrell signing it, it did hurt them a bit because I don't see other than Lou Williams who's gonna be their punch off the bench um. I don't know. You got Luke Kennard. Well, especially signed. right now, that's what I'm saying. Like they, I feel like they didn't really do anything. They're plateau, right? Maybe. Are you think? I don't think they're better than last year already. Well, I mean, we don't have got, a full lineup yet, but Ty still, Lou, maybe his philosophy changes a bit. But as the core pieces are still there, minus Montrez, they added Serge. Maybe you can you can pro- potentially go big with Paul George, Kawhi, Serge, uh, Zubac. Um, and then who's that other person right there? Pat Bev. It's a pretty big lineup. I don't think it's big enough or talented Strong enough to beat enough, the Lakers. Yeah. Same. But, you know, they did I what feel they, they did. moved back a little bit more. Everybody was so talking too. about they were supposed to be two, two or one over here in the West. And, no, nah, I'm seeing more five and six right now. But, like no, I said. No, no. Yeah. With Kawhi and Paul George, regular season. Oh, we'll wait, see. Kawhi we'll is going to he's gonna do a little less load managing. Is he going to do less load managing this season or more load managing? I would because, say you would have to do more. Because it's so compact. I would think you would have to do more. We'll find out. We'll find out soon enough. Moving on to other free agency news, Milwaukee Bucks. We had talked about it last week, how they had signed Drew Holiday and Bogdan Bogdanovich. Uh, let's turn that back a little bit. Well, what had happened was <laughs> uh, no Bogdan. None. Bogdan has signed with the Atlanta Hawks. So right now they have Drew Holiday. They have DJ Augustine. They got Bobby Portis, Bryn Forbes. Tory Craig, Giannis, Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez. Um, yeah, that Bogdan kind of thing hurt them a bit. Oh yeah, this is a solid team, but no, they're not- gonna do regular season really good. But other than that, end up the same way at the end. That remember we were talking about how lethal, how scary that starting five would have been if Bogdan was there. It's not gonna be there. Drew is still a solid piece. Uh, DJ Augustine I- has some moments when he was with the Magic. Uh, with the Magic, what do you think? Honestly, this was my like one of my top twos for, but again, like the Clippers, I don't think they did anything too much to add anything to make them do that push. I feel like they'll do the same thing again. Probably do what second, you think second round? No, second round win. Milwaukee West, Eastern Conference. Milwaukee and the Clippers are basically in the same position, just different conferences. Straight up, yeah. Okay, that's exactly how I feel. All right, yeah, that's nice. And the Bucks should do something more. Like we've said this before, everybody's saying it. Come on, you guys have to. Put in some more work, or we'll see what happens during the well, other trade. He, Giannis deadline. still hasn't signed anything, so. But again, so this is, they're going to be top two for sure in the East. 
My whole thing is the playoffs, so let's see what happens with them there. Okay. West. Golden State Warriors. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, my God. Clay Thompson. It has been confirmed. It's an Achilles tear. He is out for the season. So after suffering a torn ACL in the 2019 NBA Finals, he missed all of the 2019-20 season, and now he's expected to miss the entire 2020-2021 season. In a move kind of to show their, I guess to show Draymond and Steph that, no, we're still going to compete, they went out and they signed Kelly Oubre, which, like, I'm not sure how really the, the cap works like that, but just his signing, I was reading, it, it puts them at eighty two million in like luxury tax. So, wow, that's a lot of money for those Silicon Valley dudes, those Bay Area guys. Well, like you said, it was a reactionary trade buy. You know, they drafted Wiseman. So yeah, that's that. And other than that, I don't know. Um, Kent Bazemore, they signed him, right? I still don't see without without Thompson without no the gr- without the greatest shooting backcourt <laughs> in the history. It's going to be pretty hard to to contend. For a championship. Playoff, that, playoff team, yes, but no. Yeah, either that. I, I only see Seth, Steph Curry taking over on his back, you know, and finally get that finals MVP, you know, off that. If, if, if not, they can go that far. I'm but telling I, you right now, they're not making the finals of Warriors without Klay Thompson. Hey, you don't know. You don't know. Maybe they, all right. they That's a, a prediction here. Deal. All right. They make it to the finals on all on Curry's back. I guarantee <laughs> Is that who you are? Your yeah. Charles right now? I'm guaranteeing it. You're guaranteeing it. Guarantee. But yeah, sad for them though. Like, but I'm not too well on that. I told you they. I, I my feelings about them before was that they're not going to do that well. They needed one more year to get everything back on the greases. But now it's a three year thing. Fucking ridiculous. Okay. All right, Atlanta Hawks. Rajon Rondo, you did your job. You got a ring, and then you're going to get paid in a different conference and not with the Clippers. He's going to be a great mentor to Trey Young. They signed Bogdan, like we said. They signed Danilo Gallinari. They're going to be fun to watch offensively. I don't know how they're going to handle all this. Like, everything is just going to funnel towards Clint Capella, and he's just going to have, like, try and cover five-on-one on on the defensive end. But, I mean, they're going to be fun offensively. It's the Eastern Conference. They should be in the contention to, you know, etch for one of those lower-tier spots in the playoffs. No, I was going to ask, like, actually ask you that. Like, is this for them? Like, what would you grade them, like, is this is a, I, I looked at the team. I was like, same thing. I, I the same thing that you said though. I was like, wow, this looks like it might be an entertaining team. And then at the same time, I'm thinking like, are the Atlanta Hawks trying to win this season? Uh, you know, I'm like, are they trying to win or are they just trying to have like a, a young with all the money but, they're spending and Trey Young? But can this team win? Maybe that's more of my question. You think that what it is right now? Where, where do you think that is in the East? Like I said, they're either between 6th to ninth seed. They're going to be vying for a playoff spot. So that's their ceiling, 6th to ninth. Yeah, at least the tourney might be really more exciting than last year, last season's. Yeah, yeah. They'll get in. If they get in, they're going to be in a lower seed. I see it that way. I like that. Solid B from there. Cool. Okay, another person that I want to talk about, more of an organization, is uh, the Charlotte Hornets. As cool as their jerseys are and as cool as drafting LaMelo Ball is, they done goofed. They gave... That white dude, Gordon Hayward, 120 <laughs> white privilege at its finest, 120 million for four years. Are you kidding me? After he opted, listen, when he opted out of that 34 million contract from Boston, I was like, "Yo, this dude is crazy." Everybody was saying that. Everybody was saying he was. And crazy. then he re up for 30 million a year. Your boy's crazy. MJ's Your crazy. Your boy's crazy. Giving him that money. Fucking Mick. What is it? Mitch Kupchak, <laughs> right? 
You know, Luol Dang still haunts us. Oh my Timothy no, Mosgov. Now the this. One, that one, the Timothy Mosgov. God dang. <laughs> he hasn't fired him either because he still has that yeah, Tar Heel connection, dude. Oh my God. Fucking crazy. Well, we got to see. Uh, I honestly don't know what MJ's doing and Cup Check, but hopefully they're an entertaining team and Hayward comes back the way he was three years ago, hopefully. It's like. Remember they they had signed Nicholas Batum for a huge oh, amount, fuck, and, and this is the ba- they're almost at the end of that. And like, no, no, let's do it again. No, they're like the Teletubbies again, 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 again. You know what I'm talking Even about? Even when it doesn't, yeah, work. yeah. Again, yeah. again. Whenever they do that shit, that's what they are, man. Well, fuck. Like I said, they got a nice jersey this year. They got a nice new court. Um, I'm. They're hoping all this money gives gives them a nice team. But... In all seriousness, though, I, I do think it's a nice addition. If you just don't consider how much money he's getting, <laughs> but as far as like who you want as a kind of veteran to take Lamelo under his wing, he's a consistent dude. He has a great off the court kind of uh, persona. He's low maintenance. He he's does a family it, man, isn't he? He seems like a family yeah. man, right? So you know that's someone who you would like to think, and he could kind of show Lamelo the way. He's not going to be wilding out and shit like oh, that fuck no, he's going, yeah and that's what you want maybe that's the mindset that uh mj went for is like yo i don't want to give him a wild ass veteran <laughs> just you know and just <laughs> no <go> gilbert arenas <laughs> or someone <laughs> yeah, i don't know I love Gil. I love no Gil. chill gill so good i wish i was nick young back in it's the day. just oh man like nick young. stories <laughs> they still stories. roast each other dude. i love that <laughs> you seen those videos like gilbert arenas just goes kid? yeah he just abuses yeah. nick young's kid Nick Young Shut just up. Just, like, yeah. Hey, leave him alone. Leave him alone. He's just a little kid. Like, nah, he's weak as fuck. And he just took his toy. Like, fuck, <laughs> I dude. love that. He's like the perfect name. No yeah. chill Gil. Yeah, you don't want him with LaMelo. You don't want a, a fucking player like that. I could see it, but like you said, the money is just so much. Do you think, though, because Charlotte is that team, it's like they're going to have to give that money anyways? I guess, but I don't. Like I said, if he's to form three seasons ago, when he was still Do you think year, so, though? Because he's, he's what, 30 or 31? Uh, Plus I don't know, all those all the injuries? injuries, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you need time to rest. Hopefully, but still. Ugh. But again, I, I don't really think the Bobcats. I mean, Charlotte Hornets are trying to fucking win, anyways. Like, or realistically, that they know that they're going to get. Anyway, I mean, we're about to find out in less than a month. Let's talk to about who I believe is going to be the biggest threat to the Lakers and their championship. Eighteen is none other than their main all-time rival, Boston. Boston Celtics. Oh, I thought you were going to say the 76ers. I'm going to slap you right now. No, no, no. That's not their biggest rival. It's Boston. And their ugly jerseys. I love the jerseys. Ugh. Okay. Oh. Go. What did they do? I feel the energy with them losing Hayward and then going with their new core with Jason Tatum finally signing his extension. He got paid. Make that money, bro. You have to. Stay in Boston, too. I want I want that to happen. You know, get that Kobe mentality. Stay in with one team. You don't want Make, that Kobe mentality well, I said, over I here? I want that. No, but like just per player, you know, like I would, I like that mentality per player. Like, yo, I got drafted in this. I'm going to make this shit hot. Let's do it. Well, the keys are his now. They've been his. Like, oh, well, they're for sure his now after this extension. They're, they're telling you, the organization's saying, like, yo, we've, we've been talking like you're our boy, but this is showing you you're our boy. And I like all of you guys need to step up. Y'all been playing well. I Let's guess see the, where we're going. The major pickup that they got is Tristan Thompson. I really like that move for them. He's going to be a serviceable backup big who can uh, defend, catch those lobs, and, you know, he's proven to win a championship, probably the hardest championship ever. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see if he plays with Tice or how they split those minutes, who's going to be the starter. I assume Tice is still going to be the starter. 
Uh, but at least with Thompson, you have someone you can trust on the defensive end, not what Ennis Cantor was able to do. Because like Ennis Cantor, everyone always says, yeah, he's good offensively, but they can't play him, which I'm still tripping out on. It's like, don't you want a really good offensive player? Like, why does he get that rap, Ennis Cantor? Is his defense really that bad? I would have to go into more metrics and, and see, but... Quality of play. But yeah, uh, Tristan Thompson with... Mind, you subtract Gordon Hayward, you add Tristan Thompson, and then just a year of growth with that core, that's going to be scary. They're going to be scary. They're an e- they're Eastern Conference Finals team for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting for that. All right. All right. Moving on. Uh, we got a couple of jersey drops, and you know everyone is super excited to be rocking these. We see all these Instagram and, and Twitter posts and all these reveals. Yeah. I'm going to be a little bit of a Grinch here. Hater. Most of these are pretty crappy. And and the main issue I have that I'm going to talk about real quick, there are too many black jerseys. I do not like it. There's too many black jerseys out there. Philadelphia's black jersey, that whole like imprint. I don't know. Black what jerseys matter, all right? Okay. All right, Mowgli? They matter. They do matter, but And you're being a grunt, a grinch, a real big grinch. There's too many. There's too many. I don't like him. So especially that Philly one. Ugh, nasty. What a yeah, you're a hater on that one. And um, which other one do you hate? This one isn't black, but I it's like Boston's New Jersey. They're trying to emulate their banners. What the heck are they doing there? It looks so jarring. It looks just ugh, I'm so it glad. gets some use to it. But I, I told you I liked it. And what did I say right when I saw just the picture? I was like, this kind of reminds me of like their, of their banners. And I told if that's what it was, hey, they hit the mark. That's what they were going for. OK, yes, right? that's what going. it just doesn't translate well to to the jerseys. It's not that bad. Honestly, it's it's okay. Let's stop being negative. <laughs> Let's think of um Yeah, what's some po- Okay, let me go with the one I really like. And I, I don't know what it is. I think I'm going to be a New Orleans fan this year. I think that's going to be my my two my New second Orleans? team. Yeah, dude, I love this jersey, guys. Like white, red, blue with the 3. Yes, Mowgli's yes. going to have to pronounce right these here. for me. Fleur Lee. Yeah, they have like the 3 Fleur de Lee on the and I don't know. I love it. It's so simple. It reminds me, what was I talking about, the the Philly jerseys? It does look like the old-school Philadelphia 76ers jerseys. I like it clean. The shorts are white with a black bottom that just say N-O-L-A, you know, New Orleans over there. It looks beautiful. It's just an everyday. But I can't be wearing other people's jerseys, but other teams' jerseys. At least they look good losing, right? Yeah. (laughs) That's true. This is a beautiful – I like this jersey. And, you know, another – it sucks that teams that, you know, shitty-ass teams are coming out with really nice jerseys. The MLK one is pretty cool. The Atlanta one. I like that one. That, that one's, one's okay. really nice. I'm, I'm really loving Charlotte, the Buzz City. That was a nice teal. It was I like a mint green. That. It's like I a teal. love it. It's clean. It's going to match the fucking floor. They're trying to do their own Miami thing with the floor and the jersey. Lamelo's going to look pretty nice in that. He's going to be making everything, bro. Yeah. So I don't mind that. I don't mind that. These Miami Heat jerseys, these are gross. You're a hater. I, hate tour. I I like the whole Miami Vice thing, but it's like a it's like a transparent or it's not transparent, but it's like goes from the Transition. baby blue to like that neon pink. That yeah, hot the magenta. Pink, right? Yeah, it, I love it. I love it. I love. Just stick I to love one the color. Vice jerseys. No, it's gross. I hate that. It looks so uh, just like tacky. I uh, don't understand how you hate them. The only thing I hate are the shorts. That's the only thing I would hate from the transition. But I love these. I don't. I love the. The switch. It's a little remix of the the other jerseys. New Laker jerseys, then the baby blue, white white baby blue accent. Finally, 
You like you've Finally. always liked those. You've always liked those yeah. baby blue ones. I've huh? had the baby blue gear since I can remember, like middle school. I remember the new era hats. I had to get the hardwood classics. I love the baby blue jerseys and the dark blue old uh, MPLS ones, and I still need to get those. And I love what they did here. A little again, a little slight remix. They just Subtle. inverted the colors. You know, it's white, but that baby blue lining on the numbers on the on the font. It's I don't know. I like it. I know you're a fucking hater on those. No, those are all right. Those are okay. Simple, but- simple. Again, it's like their white uh, home jerseys. Yeah, I think this will be a better, are. yeah, you know. They're but, decent. They're mm-hmm. decent. But I am a fan more of the purple and gold. That's it. That's just. But they're just like a throwback to their the Minneapolis. Days, yeah. Exactly. Respect. Mm. Golden State has a throwback too, kind of to their We Believe Warriors days. That's cool. They got a new court with that too. All right. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, how about you? You don't hate on the courts though? No, the courts are fine. I like the courts. The courts, they pop out, I feel like, especially from the bubble where the court was so plain and just like, <laughs> oh, gosh, at least, yeah, I, I'm fine with the court design and stuff no, like I that. I love it. I yeah. love it, too, yeah. Did we talk about Charlotte's jerseys? We did, right? Yeah, that's the one I love, the Buzz City. Yeah, Buzz City. One of the only ones, Teal, I love that one. I told Milwaukee you. just got oh, a new one. That one looks gross. They don't look good in that blue. Mm-hmm. They need those. I know, there's that cream funk city line, that, the, that, blue. that funk line that in the middle of the blue jersey. I don't know, it's some weird shape in the middle but it just throws off the jersey they're trying to do that where everybody does a straight you know line yeah. to cut it but they're doing this weird wavy all, thing this is all just more evidence that Giannis is going to leave I, I, I bet he hates hate his jersey, jersey. <laughs> I do not like this these are not good I have to leave I look good in the purple and gold okay <laughs> I can't do it you're just too good at the voices it's, uh, uh, this, this jersey what, what is uh, this Miami Heat uh, pink and and blue make up your mind please I, I'm a simple man okay no, I like it. I know you think it's a cash grab from Nike. And I stuff. do. I'm glad we said it. We were talking about this off air. Listen, 20 years from now, we're not going to have that same kind of, uh, like, uh, what is it, the nostalgia for these jerseys as we did for the jerseys that came out 20 years ago because they're constantly rotating. I don't even remember, like, half of the jerseys. Look, you remember? That's true. Yeah. Like, I would say that is true about not remembering them, but I love it because – I like to fucking match my shoes with my clothes and finally different variations of the team you like. Like I told you, God, I you're can't. such an urban influencer. <laughs> but I, I told you, I can't wear, I, I, I don't, unless for basketball, I can't wear another team's gear at all. So at least this gives me the fucking option to get colors that I would normally not get from my organization, you know? At least it gives me that option because I can't do that. I can maybe maybe through like a '90s classic, like you said, only because the jerseys are fucking classic. I guess that's the only trouble. But at least there's options now. Back then, you only had to get the home and away jersey. That was it. It just and feels I think that's why you remember it. Yeah, um, they also had like maybe one or something alternate. It just feels like once Nike took over as the primary jersey dude, they were all about the mon- money. How many you know limited versions or how many new versions we can do? So I guess just the game. Is evolving in that way too. Okay, guys, thank you for listening to Malvin Mowgli. Please subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcasts. Five stars on Apple, uh, five stars on Spotify. I don't know if they have them, but just give them anyways. Uh, questions and comments, MalvinMowgli at gmail.com, Instagram, Twitter, Malv underscore N underscore Mowgli. Happy Turkey Day. <laughs>